chalkboard. This is Frank Langella. Frank Langella. Coming to you from my apartment. We have occasional radiator sounds. It is it is uh, currently uh, the fall and daylight savings. It's November, everybody. I don't know when I'm going to end up releasing this episode, but it is currently November. And I have something very exciting. The Kevbot 4000 has is almost done with my theme song. Uh, I'm extremely excited. And I have... Uh, and again, I'm not sure if you can hear the radiator sounds in my apartment, but just bear with me. This is just how it's going to work. This is Frank Langella coming from his old man apartment in New York City. Had it forever. Uh, the show that I recommend to you today is a show by the name of King of the Hill. They just put all of it on Hulu. It's very, very exciting, starring uh, Mike Judge, creator of Beavis and Butthead, and Office Space. Uh, it's very exciting. Now, here is our favorite theme song. Frank Langella has an hour to spare with decades of experience so few can compare. Oh, Frank Langella has the power to make this conversation anywhere. Oh, that was the Kevbot 4000. I still haven't heard the theme song quite yet, but he's got it on the way, and you've heard it. We've heard it by now, so this is a lot of fun. I have a very special guest with us today, uh, someone that you may, uh, that you know from Lord of the Rings, from the Tim Burton Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and from his early work. Let's bring up the Wikipedia. I cannot believe I haven't yet. You don't know my early work? Uh, how can you know everybody's early work? He's here. He's he's already he's already entered. Halloween can... has just happened, and you don't know my early work, Frank. Franklin, how could you do this to me? But what is what is what is your Count Dracula? Wait a minute, I fucking played Dracula too. Yes, and you took quite some of my style, I see, in your portrayal of Dracula. But I made the role as good as it is. I mean, who's this Bella Lugosi person anyway? That is so funny. Okay, I, I think there's something to do with deep voices and and widow's peaks, natural widow's peaks, looking just fabulous. That's it, folks. You've guessed it. My current guest is none other than the famous, the great Christopher Lee. Yes, thank you for providing this microphone down here in my grave. Everyone seems to think I'm dead, but no, I'm just relaxing. I need a break from my metal opera. My voice has gotten a little hoarse. Actually, I. I didn't, um, that was my uh, Jiminy Glick impression right there. Oh, um, lovely. Do you mind if I... Uh, are you familiar with Jiminy Glick, Martin Short? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> do you mind if I call you a Jew? Excuse me? That's just Jiminy Glick. Oh, uh, yes. Jiminy Glick. Um, uh, I always do impressions on this show. It's what I, uh, It's something that I'm into. You know this. I've recently gotten into... Okay, as you know... The viewers, my listeners have heard this a million and a half times, but I moved in with Whoopi Goldberg in 1996, and that's when I got cable TV. And from then on, not just a movie and film theater guy, but also TV guy. So I, I have a question, though. So does Whoopi pay the cable bill, or were you previously unable to pay the cable bill? Why did moving in with Whoopi precipitate the getting of the cable? Is it... Her Star Trek fame? What is it? It was, well, first of all, definitely the Star Trek fame has to do with it. She's a TV personality. I, again, I was I played Dracula on Broadway. I, I was, played Dracula on film. I'm a Doctor 2. I'm a, I'm a Doctor 2. 
I'm a Dracula too. You wanna have a Drac off? Uh, yes, of course. Excuse, excuse me, a little dirt. Transylvania. Transylvania. Now you're just repeating everything. Yeah, I know, I'm, I'm just saying, saying what you're saying. You Isn't that what an off is? No, it's a new vampire. It's a Dracula off. So you say the thing, and then I say it better. That's no, that's uh, Dracula horse. Yeah, and then it's called the whole thing off. <laughs> potato, potato. Tomato, tomato. Erster, oh. oyster, or erster. Who says erster though? No, I've never heard. Is that a thing? That's in the song. You say oyster, I say erster. I think this. Well, who says tomato? I mean, to be honest, over here, like, do who? I mean, no. Okay, people say tomato. I've never heard a single British person say potato. But at least it's like you say potato because it's like funny. You know, you'll say, "Oh, grab me one of those potatoes." Sure. Or I certainly say it when I'm playing hot potato. Oh yes, hot potato. Yes, of course. There's no other way to say. It. Yeah. Or having a potato pancake. Pancake. Yes, <laughs> of course. Pan chicken in polite company. <laughs> Um, uh, but, uh, the place that we were was friggin' cable television. Yes, when did course. you get cable, Christopher? Um, I got cable in approximately 2001. Oh, also. Pretty late. Myself. Pretty late? You yeah, got... I mean, 2001, you said 1999? I got cable in 1996. Oh, 96, That was yes. Amanda Bynes' first year on sure. all that. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You yes. got cable 2001. 2001. Well, so I had it before that, but it was it was an error in the system. Um, we were not, we, I was not paying for cable, but uh, it was coming in. And then eventually Verizon caught their own error and said, you have to pay for it now. And I thought, well, I'm making millions of dollars anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. Well, that was so fun when they'd give you, like, cable by accident yes, for, like, a month. It was just, there was one, one weekend when it happened, and then it just didn't not happen. So, like, I mean, I'm not going to tell. Remember when you'd get, like, the premium channels for free for that oh, one month? Yes. So they would, like, get you like, hooked oh, on the Disney channel. Little, You're like, yeah. I gotta watch more, even Stevens. Oh, yes. I was like, oh, what, a, what is Ren up to this week? I don't know. Oh, my God. Ren, Twitty, Tawny, all mm. the friends. Yeah, that little guy uh, with, with the bug eyes. He's now an adult, and you thought, like, maybe he, as an adult, would look more like an adult, but he just looks like a giant child. Friggin' Beans. Beans, yes, And beans. then also the dad in that, who's just, like, a working actor. Mm, yes, he's like in dad. plenty of stuff you'll see him in things and you're like oh that's do you ever wonder if he was um he could have been the breaking bad guy instead of um oh i s always think about that if what if the dad from even stevens was instead, in breaking yeah. bad instead of that's a hilarious thing let's have like trailers of like other famous tv dads yeah and their audition for breaking bad <laughs> that's so so fucking I funny am, i am the one who knocks <laughs> Oh, I'm imagining like uh, Lizzie McGuire's dad. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the one who knocked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember, he played. Uh, he was the main nerd in Revenge of the Nerds. Lizzie McGuire. You know, McGuire's I didn't dad. actually see Revenge of the Nerds, and it you is know, my greatest regret. Uh, honestly, if you went back and saw it, you'd be like, "No, now this is my greatest regret." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I. It's so bad. That's like one of those. Point. It's one of those. Uh, Tom Virtue, first of all, is the dad in Even Stevens. Mm. Uh, but no, Revenge of the Nerds is one of those movies where it's like. A, a huge scene is when they like break into the sorority and like wire cameras in like the girls' dorm, and it's just like, what the fuck? Mm, problematic <laughs> AF. I yeah, think is like the college movies, no. <laughs> college <laughs> movies, bad. Uh, don't do them. 
Don't go to college. Mm, it's a little late for me. Don't watch Comedy Central. And, uh, don't watch reruns of movies on Comedy Central. Do you think I could, from the grave, um, do a, a reboot of um, Back to School, and I, I will reprise Rodney Dangerfield's role, but at 93 years old? Oh, fuck yeah. Wait a minute. Everyone knows the best line in Back to School is, what is it? What do you think the best line in Back to School is? <laughs> no, it's like when he's just like, hold some of my calls. <laughs> And that's like actually like one of the few jokes in that movie. Yeah, I, I can't say a lot of it stuck out. I think I mostly remember I just get it confused with him. And the the naked gun and the the scene where he's in a full body condom. Oh yeah, I definitely do remember seeing like like noticing a difference between like the parodies like a naked gun and then like like Mel Brooks parodies. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was definitely like a class divide. It's like they're both trashy, but one is, one just, is just way a bit more trashier. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like I do love that airplane though. Leslie Nielsen. I fucking love Leslie Nielsen. America's treasure. Yes. Uh when did he die? We should have him on the show. Oh, we should have him on the show. Yes. I mean, I don't know why I'm saying we like I have anything to do with this. You have it. Right, currently, you have everything to do with I have it. everything to do with it. I am the new host. Welcome to Frank Langella's show. I don't know what it's actually called. I am Christopher Lee, filling in for Frank Langella. My guest this week is Frank Langella. Welcome, Frank. Greetings, Alan. 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 Rachnid, the spider, the provider. Don't get caught in his web. What's that from, Christopher Lee? I'm going to guess um, Franklin the Turtle, the animated series. The Nick Gina. Wrong. Little Bear. <laughs> Honestly, pretty close. <laughs> no, it's from The Mighty Boosh. Have you seen The Mighty Boosh? I have seen The Mighty Boosh. I'm a big fan. Mm. Noel, Noel Fielding's now on the Great British Bake Off. It's quite an interesting takeover. He is. I'm a big fan of... I saw... I knew that there was a show before. Uh, I subscribed to CISO like an idiot, like two weeks Me? before it Oh, finished. two weeks before. <laughs> I, I got there pretty early. I'd say Christopher Lee on board the CISO boat from the uh, beginning. I felt like I got to like watch the UCB show. I got to watch like a season of Bajillion Dollar Properties. And then oh, they're like, okay, no. goodbye, bye fuck bye. you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could also like Google search any... like the. Uh, the vaguest like terms for an SNL sketch like Jerry Seinfeld teacher and then they'd like show you every like anything that you might be thinking of mm -hmm. um and like every single SNL sketch sketch from ever do you sketch, remember that yes. one yes the sketches the sketches do you remember that one with um do you, you you're familiar with Chris Elliott yes have you ever seen that sketch with Chris Elliott where he's like interviewing Jeff Daniels and he's just like uh He's just like, are you Dumb and Dumber? It was a really great movie. Do you want to look at a scene? And then they just like show that scene where he's just like having explosive diarrhea <laughs> on the toilet. And then he's got like another movie coming up too. He's like, also Speed uh, is a movie that you're in soon. Like, uh, let's show a clip of that. And then they just show the same clip of him having <laughs> yeah, violent yeah, 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 diarrhea. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, and then it just keeps going like that. Uh, and I was trying to find that sketch for like years, and I was just like trying to search like Jeff Daniels, violent diarrhea, Chris Elliott, Chris Elliott, <laughs> Jeff Daniels. You think Google would put it up from those? And then only yeah, and Sisu, Sisu is the only uh, one who could Sisu, find it for yes. me. Yeah, oh, good old fashioned good Sisu. Good old fashioned Sisu. But they had a search. fucking show with um, uh, Olivia Coleman and Julian Barrett on Sisu that I missed. Julian Barrett of the yes, Mighty Boosh. And Olivia Coleman, who's going to play the Queen in the, the queen. New Crown. Yes, God bless Her Majesty. As a knighted man, I identify quite highly with Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth II. I always forget your English. Excuse me? You forget I'm English? Why is it because I'm so Transylvanian? I sometimes... Do you remember that... Uh, 
uh, there was a failed sitcom between John oh. Lithgow and Jeffrey Tambor. Oh, a yes, failed Fox two sitcom. Two balding men at the height of their acting ability yeah. in the totally wrong tonal <laughs> mode. <laughs> two balding men in their in their act in their height of their acting. Definitely ability. not like the two balding <laughs> deep voiced men speaking to you right now. Uh, but I just remember there was one good joke in the trailer. It's one of those things where the trailer had all the good jokes, mm-hmm. and then the actual show just like sucked. Yep. And it was just like. Uh, John Lithgow was like, you grew up a block away from me. And Jeffrey Tambor was like, it's true. And yet you have a British accent. <laughs> and that was the only good joke. I forgot to put my phone on silent. I apologize. I, oh, I love that little, I love that way that you mouthed sorry to oh, me. Yes, just that I, it was adorable. I, I, I mouthed sorry and then I vocalized about it on the podcast anyway. It was like the, it was like the biggest motion I've ever seen you do. Excuse <laughs> me. Is that because I'm known for my subtle nuance or are you dragging shit all over my acting career? No, it's Franklin. because you're a still-faced stoic man, okay? It's true. Gibbeton Crows, Gandalf. Gibbeton's Crows. What, am I Gandalf? I don't know. I'm just quoting my own I'm f- my, I'm Frank Langella. I did not play Gandalf. Yes, I know, but you could have. I, I played um, Red Skull in, like, a 1988 version of a superhero movie, and everyone knows superhero movies in the 80s were... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Quite weird. Uh, well, I, I appreciate superhero movies in the 80s for never feeling like there was no like test audience that they, the major studio put against it. So there would be like at the end, oh, let's just take it in a completely insane direction. And then they just put it out. And you're like, okay, that's how it ended. You've seen, I, I assume you've seen, um, I assume you've seen fucking uh, Superman the I have Original. Seen fucking. <laughs> um, I've also seen Superman the Original. Superman the Original. Christopher Superman Reeve. The ori- yes, With Christopher Reeve. Lois I feel Lane. he took a little bit of, 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 of my my je ne sais quoi with Christopher Reeve, Christopher Lee. It's very similar. But then I, I don't want to throw too much More shit like in Christopher Reeve. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I do puns. I do impressions. I'm a multifaceted guy. Oh, yes. Why were you not on SNL? Just too highbrow? Uh, they never asked me. I got, you know, honestly. Well, you don't typically get asked to do SNL. I have a reoccurring dream, actually, uh, where I'm, I'm hosting. And I've been rehearsing all week. And showtime coming. We do the dress rehearsal. And then. So SNL on showtime? Uh, no, 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 you know what I'm saying. It's it's the showtime's coming up. The real we do the dress rehearsal and then the actual show time, not affiliated as with, an with the cable yes, network. Um, uh, it's showtime, and then there are just the announcers there, and it's just like he's like, ladies and gentlemen, Christopher Plummer, <laughs> oh, and no. then I'm like, and then Christopher Plummer walks out, and I'm just like, what the fuck? And Lauren is like, sorry, we have to bump you. <laughs> That's a nightmare I've had. That's quite sad. That's and very, also very sad. quite realistically portrayed in a way. Like it, right. it could, could could happen, but you'd think that being Frank Langella would be enough. So uh, I think you're. I think you're all right. It's hard. It's hard to work. It's hard being a working actor. Okay. Hmm. Everybody knows this. It's a struggle. Mm-hmm. For me, it's honestly been relatively easy. I think I'm the only one though for whom that's true. It just every role has just fallen right into the lap of my uh, right into my lap. But you got the two. You were everybody knows you were you were um, many things. Saruman, Saruman and Count Dookie. Count Dookie. <laughs> everybody knows Count Dookie was one of the great the great yes. villains. Saruman, Count Dookie. <laughs> 
Yes, uh, and and uh, Monsieur Scaravanga, as my little Hervé Villachais would say. Do you do any uh, any voice roles? What is your big voice acting? What are your um, big voice roles? Well, I mean, there's if you're talking purely voice, there's the metal opera I put out. Um, but in terms of my actual vocal roles, for the most part, uh, we could talk about Lego Lord of the Rings video oh, game. Oh, fuck yeah, Lego <laughs> Lord of the Rings. You've been gaming? Oh, been gaming yes. Recently? I'm also a voice in Deus Ex Machina 2. Nice. God in the machine. Okay, uh, okay. Latin we'll man, share our resumes after. Okay, I'm yes. not asking you for your whole resume over here. Uh, I will go into it. <laughs> you remember when I was Cardinal D'Ambrosian in Season of the Witch? I love that episode. Mm, that's not an episode, that's a movie with Nicolas Cage. Oh, I thought you said you were in that Season of the Witch. Oh, yes, the whole Season of the Witch. I also played Cardinal D'Ambrosian in that. It was a weird crossover episode. Also, Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2. You were Dr. Catheter. That sounds like a fun role. Yes, Dr. Catheter. I was a randy little man in that one. Watch out. Did you ever play um, the Kingdom Hearts games? Acting, I feel like, before the 90s was so weird, don't you think? They, like, Um, made, you know, movie studios were making, like, 80 movies a year. And they're like, what's this book? Let's make it into a fucking movie. Mm, Yes, 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 yes. Good times, right? Good times. Plenty of acting work. Plenty of books. There's, I mean, they're still writing them for some reason. And um, I'm happy to be in any of them. I just want to say, though, I really should have played Dracula in that movie. Yeah, I think you were a younger man at the time. I, I, I think it had to come to me. I mean, this was quite quite a long time ago. How did we get to just be these two Dracula? I th- honestly, I think it's... I mean, listen to our voices. They're practically the same. And then there's the widow's peak that we both have, and then there's those, those, those features around the jowls where you just look at us and you're like, I don't want to spend too long with him. Like, he seems pleasant, but I don't know about a long-term thing. Is my hairline really that bad? Mm, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not 100%. Fuck! <laughs> I hate it. I hate life. Um, how did you... Uh... How do you feel about carrots on a sandwich? You don't talk about carrots? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, but seriously, what did you eat for lunch today? Um, so I had one of the, I went to one of those like healthy, fast, casual places. Like Essen? Uh, no, not quite that. It's um like one of those um. It's, well, this one is special to... Uh, I was in Penn Station going from one place to another on the way to your New York apartment. And uh, it's a little place called The Little Beat. And they basically... It, it's all gluten-free food, which I wasn't intending... Uh, I'm not gluten-free, but it was tasty enough on its own. Essentially, I had... Um, I'll break it down for you. Brown rice base, okay? But with spirulina inside... I just want to say in. also, Christopher Lee's come in. He's trim. He's fit. He looks like a brown rice kind of guy. He's a brown rice kind of guy. He's a brown rice man, and I we can all support brown rice. Yes. I think we all need to eat be eating a little more brown rice and be eating a little less Twinkies. Well, you know, you know, my favorite one is 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 I know it's I know it's fad now, Basmati. but 
Basmati is not fat. Basmati is timeless. Basmati is classic. I would do many ads for Basmati rice if I was given the opportunity. I have not. So I just, on every podcast I'm on, I say, Basmati rice, why not? <laughs> Anyways. Basmati rice, why not? That's the, that's the slogan. I'm pitching it to every Basmati vendor I meet. There's not many, but sometimes I just walk around the Wait streets. Wait a minute. I came up with a slogan too yes? recently. Yeah, yeah. I for came what? up with a new slogan for Jack Link's jerky. Jack Link's. Give it to us. Okay. So it's, uh, first of all, you know how Jack Link's is very like, oh, like men, new men love jerky. This is, okay. Yes, they have a problem with the female audience. Yeah, yeah. Well, hear me out on this one. Okay. What it is, is a man. He's at home and he's all like, uh, you know, non-committal and stuff like that. And then maybe he's even packing his bags or something like that. And then the woman gets home and she's like, honey, I'm home. I brought you something. It's Jack Link's original and teriyaki. And he's like, oh, shit. And then he like throws, you know, puts his bag away and he's just like there to stay and it's just like lock a man down with jack links that, that's honestly much better than i expected for, <laughs> for a pitch from you frank i'm gonna be honest i i, I don't think you have a, a background in, in in sales marketing but uh that's pretty good i also had one for heinz ketchup oh laid on me and it's ketchup like with ketchups like these who needs anemones I don't. Um, There's a line from Finding Nemo that I tried to combine with right. Heinz ketchup, it's, it's and now looking back on it, it doesn't make as much sense. The connection between the tomato and the the f- anemones, the, the fish. It's, 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 it's a bit I was trying to thought. I was. I thought maybe, I would. Maybe if you do it, um, what about like Worcestershire sauce? That's got anchovies in it. Oh, I fucking love Worcestershire sauce. Right, Worcestershire sauce. How War- do you actually pronounce it? At Worcestershire. Nobody says Worcestershire. As somebody who spent copious time in Massachusetts, it's Worcester. Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce, but never say... But the interesting thing about Massachusetts is you have Worcester, and then you have Dorchester, as they say. It's so pronounced, spelled exactly the same, pronounced diametrically opposite. And you can't fuck it up. Dorchester. Oh, it's Dorchester. kind of like... That's kind of similar to, like, daughter and laughter. Yes, well, you can't spell slaughter without laughter exactly i don't know why people say that i i can't i think it's just because there was this old slaughterhouse that they turned into a comedy club by taking off the s oh really and they're like the sla- slaughterhouse the slaughter house you know what i mean slaughterhouse it'd be weird if we called slaughter 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 but you know they used to say i've heard like one of those like um uh 1870s like reenact or like 1700s reenactment documentary things where it's like my dear dafter you know, and they like write it. It's still spelled daughter, but they say dafter. That's that's exactly how interesting I thought that was too. <laughs> that's extremely interesting little piece of info about. Well, no, language. that makes sense when when you think about like when you see dropped or draft. It's the same word. It's just pronounced differently in different places, and it was spelled originally the same in both places. Wow! Look at us. We have really come English to some conclusions we're learning about history we're learning about history. our own language and language. more importantly we're learning about television. television so what video games are you playing right now well you there's a weird transition because you said we're learning about television most importantly and then you said what video games are you playing right now um i will take umbrage with every transition you make uh i'm still fine. salty about you that's taking fine over i from will Dracula. i will look up the word umbrage <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm currently playing... Umbridge. Oh, uh, not to be confused with 
Dolores Umbridge. Well, that's interesting, actually. It, it's a complete play on it. So if you notice a lot of J.K. Rowling's characters, you know, I almost played the role of Dumbledore, but... Um, well, well, me and both Serene oh, uh, McKellen and I... fucking everybody's brother. Yes, well, Serene McKellen was first approached, and he refused because Richard Harris personally hates him so much. He didn't. He would, could not have possibly been offered that role. He was offered it first. Was that actually true? Yes. Is that actually yes. true? But no, that Lord of the Rings was like, "Fuck no, you can't be that. We are no. already our wizard." Uh, no, it was it was it was he politely refused after Richard Harris died. How the fuck do you spell Umbridge really quickly? You. It's the same as Professor Umbridge. Well, it's, it's the not. U M B R A. It's not. It's umbrage, whereas umbridge is umbridged. Sure, no. but the, the play on words is the same. It's, it's taking umbridge is, 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 is oh, being very upset about You used something. it in the context. I got yeah. it. Yeah. You, I understand the word. Anyways, I'm playing... <laughs> I'm playing a video game that um, I didn't voice, but I I uh, voiced every other iteration of Saruman for almost every other video game. But I'm currently playing Lord of the Rings Online, which is my first MMORPG. You have I've to customize your character? Yes, and I'm playing a hobbit, and I have named him... Shit, I can't remember what I named him. Oh, I named him Bolotai. Bolo tie. Oh, I, do you have a bolo? No, I do not. I don't have a bolo either, but I really, really love the look of a bolo. Especially, it's all about the boots and jeans. What really? Boots, it's, jeans, you can't and just have the bolo tie in isolation by itself is a risk. But if you have the rest of the outfit, you can be that southern man. Boots and jeans boots and a and nice. Jeans. I want a nice cowboy shirt where you have like the the. Kind of like uh, spikes on the shoulders. What do you call the, that? The, the spikes on the shoulders or the, the flare. The, the little flare. wavy line that goes across the chest. Like, oh, um, yeah. like uh, what's his name? Um, in Superbad, um, Jonah Hill's character, when he exactly. tries to be cool, he puts on that outfit and, and the song from the Brothers Johnson plays and it gets really funky in the in the bus. Oh, Joe LaTrulia. Oh, Joe LaTrulia, yes. Uh, what a fantastic... <laughs> um, uh... Who else is in the party? Who else appears in that movie? Well, I mean, there's the main characters, which everyone knows. Um, you've got... Um, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. You've got... Um, uh, what's the... I always forget McLovin's name, the actual Oh, uh, Christopher Mintz. Christ Christopher Mintz Plassey. Christopher Mintz Plassey. Which I think if you just cut off the middle of his name, you could Christopher Lee. <laughs> so that's how I should remember that one, but I, I forget... Um, and of course, we have Seth Rogen and, and um, Bill Hader as the policeman. And uh, you really were a big fan of this movie, right? Um, yes, yeah, so get down and funky, you know, with Bootsy Collins. When you, when you put Bootsy Collins on your on your soundtrack, you're going to have Christopher Lee listening. Do you remember when that first Anchorman came out and Steve Carell came in and he was just like loud noises and it was like, oh shit, like toss your hands up, yep, like this yep, is where go. it's at. Yep. You know, like this is this is the beginning of a long, fun adventure we all have mm, here. Yes, and now and now he's sort of transitioned to that like sexy, older, woke dad figure. I think doing he's hosting Saturday Night Live yes, soon, actually. Yes, I love his new salt and pepper beard and rounded glasses. He's going for the Oh, he's got a beard. He does. It's it's a light one. Um, Very bizarre. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's close cropped salt and pepper, and he's got those like rounded glasses that make him look like a uh, cool librarian. Wow. Yes. 
that is you are really like you should really go on like dad watch and Ooh, i just want yes, you to i have just, a, like, i have a vlog called dad watch all the uh all the like um kind of like lead people like paul rudds and steve carell's that are just going with their dad look now mm, yes know, well Leo's. paul rudd um what was it he he went uh this year for halloween as weird al oh i think it i was, saw it was those very Instagrams. adorable and his daughter was the wasp it was quite cute oh yeah yeah very fun. Yeah. I like that. Have you ever seen UHF? I have, yes. Oh. I, I can't remember anything that happens in that movie. I remember, I remember very clearly Weird Al Yankovic pulling back his bowstring and firing at a man and the man just exploding. <laughs> and it was... Uh, I don't remember any other context about that, but I remember getting much merriment out of that scene. I always liked when... Um, I've been going back to those episodes of Comedy Bang Bang where Weird Al hosts a no, Comedy the, Bang the Bang the TV season. show. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. And it's a little weird because it's like it doesn't really fit because it's like they're too similar. They're, they're very much cut from the same cloth. One clearly inspired the other in almost every single aspect. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and, but nothing beats those freaking Cuddy years. Mm, yes, Kid Cuddy. I love them. Mm. Wait a minute. Fucking, I just want to say something. Frank Langella speaking to Kid Cuddy. Can you just call into the show sometime? Well, we really would appreciate it. We're big fans. Uh, we're newly... Uh... Oh, there goes all the professionalism <laughs> out the window. I just spilled a whole big glass of water all over Yes, everything. that's what water, when it falls, <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. It's very sharp. Oh, shit. And subtle. Um, damn it, Cuddy. This is my nice little announcement to you, and I just wanted to tell Whatever you... Whatever you do, don't cut this out. Yeah, just don't... Uh, no, I'm talking to you. Don't don't cut this out. Don't tell me what to do, Christopher. I am the new <laughs> editor for this podcast. Um, my name is Frank Langella. That's Frank Langella, and I'm here with Christopher Lee, and we are going to take a quick break. Yes, for those of you just turning in now... <laughs> Nah. Uh, okay, so you know what? As I we were talking about before, uh, first of all, God, God damn it! Okay, we're back. Um, we're back in action, baby. We're back in action. I'm with my very dear friend Christopher Lee. He yes. is, if I would say, the Paul F. Tompkins to my Scott Ackerman at this juncture. I uh, really yes, feel that these, way. These, these, these much lesser uh, celebrities who have not been in, in any Academy Award-winning films that we have. We are, of and, course, and yet we are aspiring we are, to we their. We are aspiring meetings. to be them because, of course, we are new to the podcast world, and we must humble ourselves. As as I've said before, everyone and their brother is starting a podcast right now. So yes, why not? My brother has started a podcast. So why not the old Frank Langella, mm, right? Frank Langella, yes. There's no project too big for Frank Langella. That makes me sound like an asshole. I'm just saying, like, I'm up for the challenge, is what I'm uh, saying. I didn't think you were an asshole. I, I, I think the, you probably sound better if you said there's no problem too small for Frank Langella, but then you sound a little sad. So I guess you're right. You don't want sad to be sack. Guy. You'd rather be the ambition, man. Um, I remember, th I'm sure you know a game that you used to play. 
the Zumbinis. Oh, yes. And I'd give them, some of them have uh, roller skates and some of them have roller blades and some of them are just a springy little thing. Oh, and some of course of you would spend shoes. all the time customizing the Zumbinis oh, yes, in the beginning. I would random. I was all about the games, not the fucking customizing the Zumbinis. Oh, no. Some of them had a little propeller be, hat. Everyone has to be their own distinct. Some of them had a ponytail. Some yes. of them had two eyes. Yes. But what you have to would... make those tree stumps a pizza. Oh, remember? yes, the tree stumps have to have their pizza. A perfect pizza. Yes, and you must make it the right way, otherwise there will be hell to pay. Otherwise they take away one Zumbini every time you get Oh, yes, there's a grave consequences for not understanding the logic puzzle. You'd be fucked if you didn't get... If you lost all your Zumbinis before you got to oh, the Oh, no, yes, you have to cross those lily pads. I never made it. Oh, you never made it across never the lily it. pads? I, I enjoyed very much that there were those different little diamonds and, and, and clubs and, and those little card shapes that we're all used to, but in fun new colors like blue and orange and green and red, and you just match them up. Did you ever play any of those like other early... Hold on. <coughs> uh, Putt-Putt goes to the zoo. Putt-Putt goes to the zoo. What is Putt-Putt goes to the Put-putt. zoo? Putt-Putt. Putt-Putt. He oh. was the little car. No. So there's, he, he went to lots of places, but uh, it was the sim- one of the simplest games there is. It's just this little car with these big, big, big eyes and little eyebrows. And um, you basically took him on a car wash or did a few other very simple tasks. And for whatever reason, you couldn't stop playing once you started. Do you remember those ones where it was like a storybook, like a kid's picture book, but like a computer game version of it? Um, do you have an example? I remember two, uh, the, the, what was it, Pajama Sam? Pajama Sam, maybe there was like it's new it's kid on the block or something like that, or um, like the haunted house, the haunted neighbor house, and it was just like picture book, like the Bernstein Bears. Mm, the Bernstein Bears, who are not Jewish, but I swear they were. I think they were the Berenstein Bears, not the Bernstein. Well, Bears. well technically they're the Berenstein Bears, which confused everyone. It's it's not Stein, and it looks like it should be Stein, but it's Stein. The Bernstein Bears. Yes, and, and it's actually very deeply Christian. But you look at them and you think, oh, that's a Jewish bear family if I ever saw one. I just loved, I really just, like, understood a bear family to me. Like, <laughs> I just, like, got it. It just, like, hooked in with me. Like, I always liked... Oh, uh, yes, bears. I always liked because Goldilocks of, uh, Goldilocks. Yes, bears. Is it porridge? I always liked yes. Goldilocks. Domesticity. The, what is, what is uh, the, the... Shoot. I just continue. I always liked Goldilocks <laughs> and the three bears more than the three little pigs. Because it was Goldilocks who was the villain in that. And it was oh, like, yes. So, she's you know? coming into your home and just <laughs> taking all your things. And why are you doing this, Goldilocks? Yes, great. You found your perfect oatmeal of porridge. But what about the family who lives there? Where are they going? What are they doing? Why are they not here? How did Goldilocks get in? Why is the security so poor on their house? Did they just assume because they're bears, no one oh. will come in? Did you ever watch fairy tale theater from the eighties? Did you ever watch the fairy tale theaters? Um, in the eighties, I was already a full adult, so no, no, I know we were like fifty-five years old. <laughs> but like, did you watch? Do you remember those fairy tale theater yes, movies? Yes, I do. You do actually. Yes, I'm not very well. Shelley Duvall's. Yes, yeah, Shelley Duvall with her and her eyeballs, they're very puppy. Oh, well, have you seen like it's so mean? But like any picture of Shelley Duvall recently, that's just so mean I to mean, talk what, about nowadays. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I, at the same time, you can't look away, <laughs> and you're like, you are a fantastic actor, but. Jesus Christ, I mean, acting is a very visual thing. 
It's super it's, visual. It's just it's hard to get over. I mean, but she's not even acting. It's just like someone snaps no, a photo. No, she just snaps a photo. Like, Poor bastard, <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm not I'm not quite a look at myself at 93 and practically falling apart. I mean, I'm literally decomposing under the Earth's crust, so. Oh, yeah, the bugs. I see you. I think you, again, I've said this, but you are my first dead guest that yes. I've had. Um, I think I've, I'm sure I've had a guest to die. It's possible after they've oh, been on Oh, right the show. after they've been on. Oh, yeah. yeah. After a hearty Coke binge, perhaps. Oh, yeah. Hearty, yeah. a hearty Coke binge. Hearty Coke binge. It's the only way to do it. If you do a light Coke binge, what are you doing? You're not really binging. Um, remember how in the 80s everybody did drugs? And oh, yes. I was just up my bottom with the quaaludes. And then in the 90s, everybody was in rehab. Oh, yes. We were all figuring it out and listening to acoustic covers of our favorite rock songs. Unplugged. MTV um, Unplugged. Everything unplugged. Even Eric Clapton went unplugged and he said, see if you can spot this one and played Layla at an unbearably slow pace. And all the dads said, yes, this is the pace that Layla should be played at. And we all went, mm, I don't think so. I remember Kiss Unplugged. Oh, yes, that's not a band that was meant for unplugging. Oh, yeah, no, it's the worst. They had that really bad Kiss Michael Bolton song. Okay, continue. This is new to me. Um, Wait a minute. I think it's actually worth listening to. I think every year we get a... Uh, every year, every episode, we have a little song, Forever by Kiss. Are you just going to play this raw from your computer? We're just going to play raw from the computer. It's going to be great for everyone listening in. All ten of our listeners. No more makeup. This is 80s kiss. It's actually big old miserable time i'm glad i could share that with you mm, yes well, i didn't hear any michael bolton did i miss it's that? written by michael bolton. oh yes okay that makes sense to me that makes sense i was waiting for him to appear and 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 tell tell uh, ask to be told how could you how could he live without you now back how to the he good part to? he was born <laughs> beyond to adventure that was really like michael bat michael mm, bolton's michael return bolton, yes yes uh, do you remember Office Space, the Michael Bolton character? I don't remember his. Or it's like one of the characters is named just Michael my, oh, Bolton. Oh, just named Michael Bolton. I was going to say, I don't remember him appearing in the And they're just like, hi, Michael Bolton. Mm, yes. And now that actor is also one of those ones where you IMDb him and you're like, ooh! <laughs> <laughs> He's not a looker. No, not every Michael Bolton can be Michael Bolton. That's true. Then we'd just be a world full of Michael Boltons. I wish. That you could look like Michael Bolton? No, that all of us were Michael Bolton. Oh, that would be great. It would just be so much sexual, raw energy around. I just think it's really good that everyone would know how to play the piano. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, true. And we'd all have these raspy, powerful voices, whereas our own are much more deep and, and bassy. He's got this lovely, 
antenna that sort of just hits right in that scratchy area. Right, right deep in the scratch. Very powerful. Yes. It's a painful in scratch, the, one that leaves scratch. you with a sore throat at the yes. end of the day. And definitely not like um, putting on a voice for a fictional character would do. <laughs> Which was your favorite Lord of the Rings? Mm, well, definitely not the third one because I die at the very beginning of it. So not a lot to do in that one. Um, but that you I probably made the most money, though, for. Mm, uh, most, most amount of money for the least amount of effort, yes. But I am an actor first and a person being paid second. So, I mean, the second one, I mean, that's the one where I really get to have my, you know, I get to do my full thing. The first one I get to do a little bit. No way, number one. Number one is really where you had your, your shine. Are you, you, are you Saruman explaining to me, Frank? No, I'm just saying... When did you? When were your big when scenes? When I in the Battle two? of Helms Deep. What were your big scenes? You were like, okay, bring this shit, take the stuff, bring the thing. Uh, yeah, there's no scene work. Um, well, no, you see, a lot of I think you're misremembering because a lot of what actually happens to Gandalf once I imprison him in my tower, um, it's it's all told through flashbacks in the second film. So a lot of what you're remembering chronologically happening during the first movie is actually told in the second movie i don't think that's true the uh, part where you're like on the tower yes. remember where gandalf's on the tower yep. do your gandalf impression you're okay here we go yes of course i studied a very long time with sir ian mckellen and, and i've been able to um conjure up some of his uh, vocal affectations so here he is fending off the balrog that i sent to him <coughs> Flame of Odin, the dark fire will not avail. You shall not pass. That was also amazing. Backing up from the mic. Oh yes, it I mean professional really, really, mic really work. Good. Yes, you must you must back up a little bit. Um. Okay. Well, then I want to do some lines. This is beginning of, qu okay. of a quote off. And Doing all lines of, Lord of the Frank Rings, Langella. All of the Lord of the Rings quote okay. off. Um. Yes. I know no one likes to announce the quote off before it happens. It's just like do the fucking quotes. But like well, now it's um, much too late. Here we go. Any minute. Any second now. Here it comes. Not the beard! <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, I could do one that I think is particularly applicable to you right now, Frank, after just um, imbibing what you have, which is... Your love of the halfling's leaf has clearly slowed your mind. Mr. Frodo! It's Bill. It's Mr. G Bilbo's trolls, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> it's Mr. Bilbo's trolls. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, let me try to think of one, another one myself. Yeah. Oh Sam. Yeah, here we go. Oh Sam. Oh, that's very good. Yes, you really got Frodo's little, little uh, light petering over the top of that. He's a little. There's always a bit of quavering of Frodo. Like that's he's about. Late in the movie. Every time he puts on the ring, it's like he's about to orgasm, but he's not quite. But you know, just a second later and he's got it. We're coming too! <laughs> oh yes, the Scottish <laughs> brogue of Mediadoc Pippin. <laughs> no, sorry, Mediadoc Brandyback, my bad. Peregrine took. Fool of a took! Nice fresh tomatoes. We're searching for mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Strider? Strider? Mushrooms! <laughs>
the world has changed. Yama, please stop. <laughs> oh, your Kate Blanchett is beautifully captivating. How about here? How about a little bit in Elvish itself? As a huge Lord of the Rings nerd, I'm happy to um, provide a little bit of this. This is right after learning that Gandalf is supposedly dead. They are in Lothlorien. You know when you got your and um, Strider approaches, and Gladriel and her husband are there. We never really care too much about the husband, but he goes, Ah, Aragorn and Dunedain. <laughs> and everyone goes, Oh, okay. I guess we're doing that right now. Oh, I love how you call him Strider. As oh, well. yes, a Strider. So that's how we knew. That's how we knew. Oh, Strider! 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 I can. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember some of those like early Vigo Mortensen where he's just like. I'm trying to remember what his lines were in the tavern. Mm, you know, yes. like in the hotel room. Yes, like what were his yes, lines yes, yes. in that? I'm. I'm but a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> like something like that. You know. What I mean? Something about um how Mr. Underwood is uh Underhill. Mr. Underhill is um exposing himself not to be Mr. Underhill. I forget what it is. Mr. Underhill. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Okay, let's think. Let's think. It comes in pints. <laughs> it comes in pints. This is a pint. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I'm trying to remember. Um, fuck. You go through those movies. There's so many characters mm, in those movies yes. that you got to really remember. I am. Cast it into the fire! Yes, yes. There's so many good quotes when you get down to it. Um, what about even something in like ending? And he's like, mm, it always mm, takes very long to say much of anything. And you're like, oh my god, just fucking kill me. And they're like, it's seven o'clock at night. And they're like, we've just finished saying hello. And you're like, all right. And it feels like 30 years have passed. Remember when you. But it's your world too. Isn't it worth fighting for? <laughs> Remember when, um. Uh. Oh, fuck. What was I going to say? That last little line, what you just said? <laughs> the Entish? <laughs> Who's that character that you just were just. Oh, Meriodok. Brandybuck, Mary. Marianne Brandybuck. Mary Duck. And Peregrine Took. And Peregrine Took. Fool of a Took. Um, fuck. Rohirrim! These eyes you do the failed in when he, when he comes out of after my, my little, um, my little sidekick, Grima Wormtongue, has been banished. And, and Theoden stands there and he says, at the end of the Battle of Hemsey, but we will make such an end. Oh, it, it's just so hard to remember some of those characters. Now I feel like I'm going into some of the other characters. Remember, oh, remember how, like, when you first saw Fellowship, you thought that Sean, you couldn't tell the difference between oh, Sean, Sean Bean, Bean and, and Viggo yeah, Mortensen. Mortensen are the same person. And it was because it was just like, it's really, and because you're looking back on it, it's just because it's like, you only need... One we don't bearded need white both guy. guys. You only need one bearded white guy, but you needed one to die. Yeah, one has to be good and one has to be corruptible man. But you couldn't tell the difference between them because there's those bearded, long-haired yes. white guys. Same hair length, hmm. same hair color. Sean Bean. It is a gift. It is a gift. Why not use the ring? <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> it's still sharp. 
Yes, it's a sword. So I'd expect the sword to be still sharp. I'm no also glad nobody's it. doing um, Gollum impressions because oh. nobody likes those. No, no, you have to. Uh, uh, Andy Circus <laughs> is is untouchable. Also, just like uh, there's plenty of things I remember great quotes, but I I can't do it in his voice. But what state is precious is a line I use all the time. Boil him, mash him, put him in a stew. Taters! Boil him, mash him, stick him in a stew. How could I forget about that one? It's an elefante. <laughs> it's an oliphant. <laughs> it's, it's not. Oliphant. There's no, uh, you've been watching too much of the Spanish version. <laughs> <laughs> it's an elefante. <laughs> um, I like the uh, I like the spider. Oh, Shelob. 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 She move. She roll. Remember uh, William Hung. Doing his, uh, uh, um, she moved, yeah, she yes, moved. yes, oh, yes, baby. there's a what throwback for you, she yes, bang. everyone. Oh, well, she lobbed, she lobbed, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god, a Simon at his best. Oh, Simon Cowlick. Oh, Simon. Oh, remember Ruben? Oh, Ruben Studded. Remember, yes, him? he won, like, but somehow him. nobody remembers him all the same. Yeah, he's still like, uh, like, a, a nobody. Mm, I mean, he's a somebody. Bastard. He's a somebody, but look at Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Clarkson Carrie Clarkson, Underwood, Clay Aiken. Did he run for some political office recently? I voted for him. Oh, fantastic. Vote for Clay Aiken. Well, vote, we're celebrities. Vote for Clay Aiken. So we vote for celebrities. Yes, why didn't anyone ever shorten his name? Is it true that Dave Clayton. Chappelle and Jon Stewart are running for office? Um, I don't know. This maybe, is a maybe, that, maybe that was just let's, a comedy tour. Maybe, <laughs> yes, maybe it was a maybe comedy tour called Dave Chappelle and John Stewart are running for office. Um, my name is Franklin Jennings. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> and I am an actor. And welcome to Inside the Actor's Studio. Uh, and what I like to do for fun is I like to... I like to go on the internet and I like to look at crafts. Crafts mac and cheese. Oh, I thought you were talking about like arts and crafts. I was about to ask you about basket weaving. And I realized the thing that I mostly... I we forgot to close the window. Open. <laughs> 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 ah, the measles sand of New York City. Oh, what a beautiful <laughs> splendor for us. Just, hey, I'm walking here. Every single car. Hey, I'm driving oh, here. People, between these last since our break, we forgot to close the window. We had to open it a bit. To, so you you've know. just been hearing bus beep, boop, sounds. Beep, boop, beep, boop. It's Christopher Lee's fault because he's was got hot. He got warm. Not like hot in the bod, but he got warm. So he's like, ooh, crack a window. Here, I actually this is this is um this is gaslighting right here. I, I made no mention of opening the window. I was asked if the window should be opened and I said, Sure, why not? And now I'm being blamed for my crimes. This will not be relitigated, Frank Langella. Frank Langella. Frank, Frank Langella. Yes. Frank Langella. Yes. I like saying your name as well. <clears throat> What's your favorite Christmas movie? Mm, that's a good question. Um, my favorite Christmas movie. You'd think something would just spring to mind immediately, but uh, it's it's tough. You know what's strange is I've never I've and now this goes no, tell nobody, but I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. It's, there's like 20 minutes in that movie that is boring, and it is so true. Uh, anybody who says otherwise 
is a piece of shit. It's fun in the beginning. He's a little kid, and then his brother dies, and you're like, oh my god, that's sad. And then he does that fun thing where he's like, uh, you get to see him at the diner when he's a kid, and he has this sad situation where it's like he is deaf in one ear, and then his boss thinks he's like ripping him off or something like that, and then he like smacks him in the ear, and then he's all like. Uh, Jimmy Star, what's going on? There's oh, no, somebody there's, help me. Jimmy's like, not in the equation yet, but he's just like, I wish I had a million dollars. Hot dog. And it's this fun thing he does twice. And then the pool. Then there's that fun scene in the school where it's like the school dance, school reunion. But like, it's one of those. I know it's fun. And then, and then fucking, um, and then Frank Langella. <laughs> And then um, the pool, it's one of those gyms that I've never seen in my life where, like, the floor opens up and it's a pool. Yes, yes, I've never seen one of those in real life, but you have to be like, where are these? And I have plenty of money, like, I could have one installed, but I want to find them. It just looks so dangerous, too, because what it is, it happens. What if you're standing there and then it it opens? That's what happens in the movies. Like, the school dance is happening, and then they open, like, so they accidentally click the button to, like, open the floor. And then the floor opens, and then they all fall in the pool, and then it's like, oh, it's fun. It's a pool party. We don't have phones in our pockets. You know? Mm, yeah. Because back in the day, you used to be able to just fall in water without just being like, ah, oh, fuck, I broke something that was $7,000. What I'll never understand is, is, is how Jimmy Stewart, James Stewart, became such a sex symbol with a voice like that. I mean, there's something about our voices that lends itself naturally to having this sort of masculine charm. But when you're, well, well, Mary, uh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like, his three big passions were Jimmy fucking. Stewart. <laughs> He had th- you know what his three big passions pizza? were? <laughs> fucking pizza? P- fucking pizza and uh, discount gift cards. Uh, wrong. You have three more. <laughs> Give me another set. Uh, well, uh, the late night circuit. Um, Alfred Hitchcock films starring in, viewing, consuming in any possible way. And uh, artisan cheeses. Wrong. I'll I'll tell you the answer right now from Jimmy Stewart. Ah, oh, this is Jimmy Stewart talking to Jimmy Stewart. Everyone loves a fully dated impression of Jimmy Stewart. Very relevant. Very relevant. Very hip modern impression to do oh, nowadays. Jimmy gets a Stewart's lot of airtime. Three favorite things. Give them to me. Three main interests. Wow, here we go. Princeton. Princeton. The Boy Scouts. The Boy Scouts. And aviation. Wow, that lines up pretty good. It makes a lot of fucking sense when I think about Jimmy Stewart. If you had said Mr. Rogers as a fourth, I wouldn't have been surprised. And that was Jimmy Stewart v. Jimmy Stewart. That was Jimmy Stewart and Jimmy Stewart. I'm a Jimmy Stewart too. <laughs> I, I'm a Jimmy star, too. Wow. What's your hair food? Pizza? Pizza? <laughs> Pizza? This is, this is Christopher Lee doing Jimmy Star doing Doctor. Steve. <laughs> Dr. Steve Brawl. Dr. Steve Brawl. Oh, I like pizza. Going down to the marinara, you're going to get on a boat. I remember I, everybody runs skateboard. Yeah, I mean, you know what they say: four, four, one of paper equals four of coin. <laughs> Easiest slot machine at the casino. <laughs> Moment could hack it. <laughs> <laughs> Moment could not. It's true. He's fucking dead. Uh, uh, yes. uh, <laughs> quality television program. You really, really do need to see Chunk It Out with Steve Rule. That's hilarious. Um, choke it up with Steve. Oh, choke Brule. it up with Steve Brule. Um, oh, 
they're having a new show that's coming out. It's mm. Channel Five. Oh, so it's Steve Brule be in there and a part of the Channel Five lineup. Oh, I'm sure Brule. The Married be News Hour. What about um? What's the one that always comes on before? It's um, Mass for Shuttons. Oh, and then we have um, uh, Terry Bruges Hiplo. Oh, Terry Bruges Hiplo. Did you know that Terry Bruges Hiplo was the voice of Lord Zed in the Power Rangers? I mean, there's no. How could I know that? How I would I know, possibly you, know that? Maybe you IMDb Terry Bruges Hiplo. <laughs> I did not think he. I mean, most of the Tim and Eric's people are are not employed outside of Tim and Eric. So. Oh uh, no, he's actually yeah, he is um. He was the voice of Lord Zed, and he goes to, like, Comic-Cons and signs mm, autographs. That's very fun. As, the, as both now, though, Terry Bruce from Tim and Eric mm, and yes, of course. Um, Lord Zed. Which, who's your favorite uh, Power Ranger? Um, growing up, um, not growing up. Growing up, we yeah, didn't have the Power Rangers. When you were, like, Rangers. 55 or whatever. When, when I was in my adult adolescence, my, my, my second growing up phase, you might have um, even been like sixty-eight by that I was, point. I was in my, you know, I was. I, you're only as young as you feel. I like to say. So right now I'm approximately fifty-five. I'm finally starting. Yeah. My age is finally starting to catch up with me. I'm slowed down a little bit. A little Benji in, buttons. Yeah. So, well, I'm not reverse aging. I. Uh, it is. It is going forward, but. Um, oh, but you're like your ideal age. Yes, yes, yes. We've we. It's sort of. It's it's where it would have if it was going in reverse and going forward at the same time. It's where it would have met up. I so feel like speak. most people know you though. It's like a seventy-five-year-old. Mm, I I like to think a seventy-five-year-old that looked sixty. Okay. <laughs> but for All me, right. but oh. for but for me, but for me, sixty is. Uh, I've always looked that. I think. Like look, Count Dooku is like seventy-five, but then I I like to think of myself uh, Scaramanga era. Like still, you've got the body. I mean, there's no abs or anything, but definitely could still. There's still that charm involved. Oh yeah. Anyway, my Power Ranger was definitely with the dinosaur era, and it was it was of course um, the blue Power Ranger. Of course, you like Billy. Yes. You know Billy. Cranston was named after that character was named after Brian Cranston. Oh yes, because he played uh, some voice several. Of didn't he do more than one? I believe. I think yeah, several yes. villains. It's interesting. They always um, have them like raise up the pitch of the voice, so they're talking like this, but it's still Brian Cranston. But he's raised up here and he's sped up, and they for some reason think that this is what makes a good villain sound. It's very true. I always liked. Uh, there was a great episode. Uh, and again, because this is all from like Japan. So yes, it's like, yes. So well, the action villains, sequences, right, are, are just yeah, fully it's just the like Japanese. Because as soon as they put on the mask, it's it's you're not looking at American yeah, actors like, at all. Exactly. Um, but there's a hilarious one where because some of the villains were like about like Japanese stuff. Because sometimes they'd have just like it's a baseball villain. It's yeah, like and you'd be like, okay, I can figure that out. Japanese them, baseball. One of the villains American it was baseball. like a pachinko machine. Yes. <laughs> just like, like what is that? Yeah. Well, actually, I grew up with a pachinko machine. My grandfather decided. I don't know why, but he decided he was going to build a pachinko machine. <laughs> yeah. So growing up, I was actually very familiar, and it didn't seem strange to me until other people were like, what the fuck is a pachinko machine? And I was like, well, you pull the lever, and the marble goes all around, and it the comes ball down. Bearing. Uh, the ball bearing, yes, <laughs> of course. Uh, in my childish mind, it was a marble, but yes. Um, but it, it, uh, it broke when I was in my um, early tweens. But it was a lot of fun at the time, especially since I didn't have to pay any money to pull the lever. It was just in the in the, in the home. 
uh, pachinko head. Also, I've decided to keep the window open because we're setting the mood here, so mm-hmm. no worries. Ah, uh, yes, that lovely diegetic sound that you hear in the most oh, yeah. gritty, realistic podcast. This is some of the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. This is too fun. This is too fun. This is too fun. Um, that was Rocky playing the pachinko machine. Mm. Let's do our own very accomplished actor's take on this line. I want your best. This is too fun, but really really feeling it. And you're showing us, you're showing James Lipton, this is what it means to hone the craft of an thespian. Frank Langella. <laughs> yes, of course. This is too fun. <laughs> okay, so you're going for sort of the more. This is literally too much fun. If it's you, too you, anything, you've it's absorbed bad. it. It's too fun. If it's too, that's the script. If it's too anything, it means it's bad. Okay. Yes. It means it's rubbish. It's rubbish. I I, I had a, a different approach in my mind. Mine is more of a. Uh, if, if you could cue me up, I'll go. Um, uh, this is a, it's a pachinko machine. Yes. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Imagine that I've just pulled the lever down. <laughs> this is too fun. That's not even a line, though. You didn't stick to script. This is too much fun. You just heard the line three times. This is too fun. Oh, fuck. Yes. <laughs> I waited and just watched you pull the noose around your neck and tighten it and then kick the chair out from underneath your own legs and I have to say I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, remember when uh, people were always making fun of you in high school for like what your parents are, who they did and they're like and they're like, hey, hey Frank, is your dad still hanging himself? And you're just like, that was one time! <laughs> yes, my life was an 80s sitcom. Yes. <laughs> Uh, everyone thinks that those are just sort of written by actors, uh, not actors, written by writers in a writer's room, but no, they're actually very true to life. It's true. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. My dad did hang himself one time. <laughs> I did, uh, I had, uh, I did that joke recently on stage, and it was the only good joke I had, and I floundered everywhere else. Mm. It was terrible. Hey, but take the win for where you get it and exactly. move on, right? The blue stuff. You've got one, you've got one piece, keep that, keep going. One and done is that's what I always yes, say. Yes, Frank Langella, one and done. That's what he's been doing in the biz. If you try to make him do a second take, he will walk out. Okay, now it looks like we are approaching the end of the show, but I like to cap it off with some love advice. Do okay. you have any advice, love advice for the fans, for the crowd? Uh, I feel like normally in, in an advice column, there's, there's there's a question, and then I answer that question. Do you do you have any user submissions? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, we do. We do have a user submission. We have. Here we are. We're watching. He's typing with one hand on the computer, but he's pretty fast for it. I mean, generally speaking, it, it's, it's, it's not bad. And I'm definitely not just filling dead air while he scrolls up and down on the website with all of our user-submitted questions. And he's thinking. How do you ask your partner... Uh, how do you tell them that they need to up their t-shirt size? Hmm. Well, normally speaking, 
I mean, it's a difficult, touchy subject, right? Because it depends on the partner. Some partners, they get it. They understand where they are, and when you approach them about sensitive topics, uh, they're more amenable to it. It really depends on the tenor of the relationship itself. If it's an earlier relationship, maybe you should ask yourself before you broach this topic as if you're the right person to have this conversation with this person, or maybe it's speaking to somebody with whom they already have a more established relationship and they can bring that up. And But it really depends. Like, Are we talking about somebody who, with whom you can see the buttons on their shirt are just literally about to burst? There's an element of honey, look at the mirror. Does something seem wrong here? It's 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 not that you know it's it's about making it the shirt not fitting it's 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 making sure that you stay away from saying that you and your current body are not good enough for me it's making that distinction clear and and saying look I just want you to be the best version of you however you are at this point in time right now is I want you to look the best not for me but for yourself and right now I think you could take steps to make that better. Okay, so you say it's not that you're not right for the shirt. This shirt's not right for you. Yes, exactly. Like, if, whatever size they're at, that may be where they are in the important time. And they, uh, the, you, you have to be cognizant of the fact that body shaming is a really real thing that some people feel very strongly and some people don't. And uh, But a bad-fitting shirt is a bad-fitting shirt. So, you know, you... you You've got to make the move, whether it's up. Maybe it's too loose. Maybe it's the other way. Maybe they, they've lost a bunch of weight, and now they just look like a child in a... In a uh, like, who just... Uh, there used to be another child on top of his shoulders, and that one went off to have a pee break, and now they're just just drowning in this giant shirt. It's uh, you got to look your best all the time, no matter how you're changing, and uh, hopefully you have a partner that can understand that. That was Christopher Lee with some amazing uh, advice about relationships and just being a great person. Uh, Christopher, it was a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much. I'll see you soon. Yes, uh, 20 minutes. Good night, everybody. Good night. Or whatever time of day this is. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon.